Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And while they're transitioning, the guys, are, guys and girls are changing into their basketball attire. And that, when, that come, when they come out again, you got the guys on one side, the girls on the other side. They're running drills, just regular whatever, you know, whatever. Even if it's a layup line, they're doing something basketball-esque. During that time, you've got your guy who's your host who's interviewing Coach Pitty and in, 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 in interviewing Coach Merriweather, and they're telling you things you can't expect from these guys throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I've got this kid so-and-so. He's going to be this, is this, and this. And he's out there. You can see the kid on the court, and there's maybe like a little highlight package of the kid above the screen. Okay, I won't stop listening at and when, some point. And when they're done doing it, go, go play basketball. Go scrimmage. Do another musical act, and we go home. Isn't that what they it's do? It's simple. No, it's not no, what they do. because we do skill challenge and bring Willie back. And, and, and freeze well, the well, throws. Not, and let, we don't need to keep his point. Shorten it up. And assistant coaches I'm playing. I don't want to see this crap. I'm with you on everything except the long-winded we're going to talk on each player thing. But I'm saying, that like, right. do something. Yeah. Do something but everything else, I think you're dead on. I honestly feel like Willie has been backed over enough, even before the segment. I mean, Willie Kent being held up as the problem in Memphis Madness is – uh, I mean, Bro, four hours of stuff? No, it is. It is. It's a, it seems like like some black church pastor. Like, let, let me let me get the itinerary. Let me let me see your program. Y'all need somebody. Is it, are you raising an offering in here? No, man. Like, come on, man. Just play basketball. Yeah, go that, on. We don't need a three point contest. We don't, don't need, need a, a dunk contest. We we don't need any of that. Yeah, you know? buddy. That's the point. We we just oh, need. Boy. We just need. But me, uh, like, if you just do okay, Coach Hardaway, talk about the incoming players, and you got the new guys. Little highlight thing. Oh, that guy's gonna be a beast. Then we got so and so songs. Oh yeah, he's gonna be good too. Mm-hmm. Oh look at him. Oh everybody. Ooh, ah. go play basketball. Play some music, and we go home. Right. It don't That's have it. to be four hours long. Well, and it's it's also good. They're gonna they're gonna let it breathe for a few years. Yeah, it let it like, breathe, man. And then they'll bring it back, and they'll do all the old stuff, and then right. we'll start the cycle anew. Who, who yes, y'all got? That's Curtis Gibbons Jr. Or senior for the come on. Oh, uh, the third. Yes, uh, uh, Curtis Gibbons the third. Shoot him. CG3. Shoot him this right here. Shoot him this little segment. Well, he ain't got nothing to do with that plan. No, I'm saying, tell him to his dad, and, and I'm telling you, man, Memphis man is going to be off the chain. Well, he 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 had an off year this year, right? That's he what was, I'm saying. <laughs> he ain't time to – come on, man. Then the year, then when we get Luke Curtis, when he come, we can do the unveiled Anthony Sane edition. That's right. And no more block parties, no more black, no more barbecues. Now, I hope Memphis is listening. Mm. Sane's laid right, it out man. for you, Memphis. I just gave you a free plan, man. All right. Cash App Sane Asylum for uh, my <laughs> – my fees for it. What's it called? Pay, pay the man. Yeah. yeah What's it called? My uh, your consultation. Consultation fees. Yeah. I like it. I think you've done a good job. 
Yeah, I appreciate you. And, and and like they don't have to do Memphis Madness. They could just totally do away with it. They don't. You don't no, have you to bring do it back. It'll be a cycle. You like gotta you do said. something. They'll bring it back yeah. eventually. Don't do, teams, don't do a, Don't do a wet outside rain yeah. barbecue. During like in but the, no barbecue in the heart of outside. The, the biggest. The big, if you really want to know the reason why the 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 white delegation was not there is <laughs> because it was in the middle of the college football Saturday. If we're yeah, being, you know, the, what I'm saying, that's like, the real answer, yeah. it, I mean, people are at home, they're watching. It was Tennessee, Al- uh, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, I mean, people. Oh are, yeah, Penny, you ain't playing that one not too good. Yeah, I mean, again, for the white delegation, I think I, that's a. Fair. What, what would have got y'all out of the house, even though college football was going on? Oh man, uh, well, uh, Calkins in a dunk tank. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would. <laughs> That'll do it every time. Oh, brings man. them out. It brings them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Third eye blind, maybe. Oh God, yeah. Right, yeah. A little semi-charmed kind of life. Come on, man. We got to come together, man. Dave Matthews Band. Pearl Jam would yeah. be a good one. Metallica. Yeah. That's kind of. Justin Timberlake. Metallica would be a good yeah. Memphis Madness uh, uh, performer. Who? Metallica, uh, bro. Come on, man. Okay. Inner Sandman. So, okay. All right. Well, well, we'll we'll throw these at the board here, and uh, we'll see what <laughs> sticks. He's Anthony Sane, ladies and gentlemen. Follow Appreciate y'all, man. At Sane Asylum. See y'all soon, man. Grind season coming soon. Grind season is approaching someday. <laughs> someday. We'll come back. Jason and John, how do you turn to FM ESPN? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now let's get it. Now it's the Rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All right, so uh, we mentioned this a little bit with Anthony Sane, but I do think it is sort of, uh, I, I think it's pretty important. Uh, CBS Sports named Kendrick Davis slash Alex Lomax uh, as a second-team All-American. Now, the name they used was Kendrick Davis, but the face they used was Alex Lomax. So, Alo rewarded by CBS Sports for coming back for his last year there. What is that thing you say? The face was the, the was Silk the Shaka thing? name like, was, was Silk, silk but, but a face was the Shaka. Made me think of that when you said they used. Yeah, I, I I don't think Kendrick Davis and, and Alo look alike. They're very different. Yeah, Sane said that. I didn't. I don't, I don't agree with him. He shouldn't put that in. The, they don't look alike. No, they're both small guards. You know, 
but I think uh, I think that's where the similarities and the resemblances. So, so, in. so how do we feel about CBS? Sports? Oh, I like, think like you put them on the, you make them second team All American. Yeah. Well, you like that, but then you use the wrong picture. So where are we on them right now? Out. We're out on CBS. You ain't out on no CBS. Out. Fool. I mean, GP should have. You know, but not, they made him second team All American, John. They, well, yes, they did. But that it, should count for but something. It, but it came with the slap in the face, didn't it? Well, I mean, what what if they what if but, they yeah. what if they named you like a broadcaster? If I was Kendrick, I could see looking. What if you got named broadcaster of the year, but they use my face, bro? Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like you'd be like, typical. Happens more than you think. Folks say, John. Yeah, I would hate to. Be, I, I tell you guys, I'd hate to be the producer who gets the wrath from GP after he spots this. You think he'll? You think he'll say something? Oh you, boy! You think it'll make GP mad? <laughs> it's his company, right? I mean, it is. I've never been on the other end of GP's wrath. So I'm not sure what what how hot that is, but I I can tell from the look on your face it'd be pretty hot for that content somebody, creator. Somebody got a call. That. Yeah, yeah. We'll go. We'll get that corrected. Well, I think that's a good. I okay. promise you, it will get corrected. It needs to get corrupt. I mean, like uh, they they didn't uh, use you know Drew Timmy for Hunter Dickinson's I, I, face. I'm not trying to make excuses for whoever did this because clearly it's 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 a it's a issue, especially for a guy who's trying to get his flowers. This is a big deal, you know. It's a national sort of naming. It's a national website. Having said that, man, the media business people are running with their heads chopped off. I I, I know that's not an excuse. Like you got one guy who's probably. I can speak from personal experience. Probably producing two or three web shows. He's probably posting pictures. He's probably running with his pants chopped off. So um, I, I'm not making excuses. Well, he, needs to, he needs to put his pants back on. I, I know. And he gets, get the headshot right. I just think. And continue to battle. Spe- yeah. TB, Mister. If he wants to work and move up that yeah. ladder, just that's today's day and age, isn't it? But you're right. One person's doing ten things. That man who I can I I would almost guarantee that was made by a person who's doing twenty five things. Yeah. Brad's trying to encourage that young person to, He's trying to continue lift, to battle, lift him up, yeah, even after big. Who raised me? Yeah. What, I, I didn't. This think is that, what we do. I did not think that would be the overwhelming takeaway here, right? But but it it is it is. I can a speak, takeaway. I'm speaking. There's got to be a limit producer. to how offended we are just because he is second team. They yeah. have named him that, right? No, I don't think there okay. could, should well, be a just, limit. You go ahead. I think it should be limitless. Offend offended. Pick at CBS Sports then, John. Yeah, out. We're out. You can't find it anymore. I think they deleted it, so they're probably correcting it. It's exactly what they're and doing. And that's that's a smart move. You just change it quickly. And they've they'll they've been out. alerted. Now, in the uh, in in the time since yesterday, uh, GP has talked about Demaria Franklin. He well, at least he has he has tweeted about him. I believe he has talked about him on his show as well. He's taking him to the national platform. But again, will the pressure be enough to make Yaklic release Franklin? How much pressure was it? It was one thread needed more, needed just a little bit more. No, he didn't. It'll get the job done. I mean, needed a column. A column would have had it done already. You said he wasn't gonna write it. You said that. No, he he would have. He chimed in. He would have written it. That's all I'm saying. He would have written. We it. said yesterday you need national help on this to get it done. Gary has chimed in. He's got a thread. Many are reading. Yeah, I mean, and he'll I, get the job done. I see this from a lot of columnists. They, they just, you know, they they save the column and they just use Twitter. I see that a lot. But my 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 point was strategically if you're Our the University of Memphis, if you're the University of Memphis, right? Yeah, you should have given you should have leaked that story to a national writer first, somebody who's not in a position to be compromised too, because GP's in a different situation since he lives in Memphis. He still would have written it, I think, though. Yeah. I mean, maybe not, but I think he would have. And I think I know for a fact Goodman would have. You know, and yeah, Good, most people. Yeah, Goodman won't even acknowledge the damn thing right now. Goodman's like, oh, I didn't get it. I don't care about it. It ain't, it ain't on my front step. You know, Damn. right? It's, I mean, it, has he? 
I mean, this kid is being held over a barrel right now, but nobody cares because they're petty. They didn't get the story. You guys think I was like making that up yesterday? I, I, I didn't you, think now. You were Gary it tweeted up. about it. Gary tweeted about uh, it. That's why I pointed right? that out. Gary, tweet, but nobody else has. Can I ask you guys a question? Because I just got, I'm getting caught up on a lot of things because I didn't listen throughout the day yesterday. I heard Gary speak to this, which is he was a UIC player. They're not giving him eligibility because they took his scholarship from him because for his final semester there, he's going to grad transfer in December. They're not going to give him his final semester scholarship there. So it's kind of, they're saying, we're taking your scholarship, dude. You're on your own, right? I mean, they're trying to kind of screw the kid. Is that the takeaway y'all had? But they won't sign this runoff waiver. Well, they have to sign. Somebody, they got to sign that. That's, Correct. That's they won't BS. sign they're that because, the, because they're mad at him for yeah. this. The coach feels like, from whatever reason, the kid didn't shoot him straight. So he's holding him, essentially, by not signing this runoff that's waiver BS. that says we didn't have a scholarship and available for him. And this is his second And transfer. that's what's holding him up. They're so gonna have to. This is gonna get done, don't y'all it's, think? It's arrogance, frankly, on the part of the coach. I don't. I don't care if you had a fallout or disagreement. It does not serve anyone to hold this kid back. It doesn't. It never. It 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 never helps the school. It's never good optically. Yep. And like I told Jeff, he's trying to be the one dude standing up in the river when everybody else is getting waivers and getting back. Everybody's signing these uh these runoff waivers. Penny did it for Tyler Harris so he could play immediately at South Florida. Th- this is today. So you're not going to be the one thing in the river that turns it and turns the flow of the tide the other way. It's not happening. So eventually he's going to have to fold up. Yeah, I mean, that's I, right. I, I think it's like just on a on a human level, right? How how can you as a coach whose your your lifeline is recruiting kids, right? And you want to be able to tell the parents of those kids that hey, I'm going to do the best I can for your son, um, and I'm going to you know protect him and I'm going to look out for him, mm-hmm. but in the same breath tell one kid who got a better opportunity, right? Oh no, I'm not I'm not signing off on that cuz you're not playing for me. I mean, I feel like that's just completely hypocritical and that's not a shock, but I just I just like for me, if it were me, I'd say, "Look, you know, you're going to the University of Memphis, man. Like you're this is the 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 you know, the food chain. You know, it's the way it is. I want my it, it's like honestly, this is probably the closest thing that most kids in his program get to the NBA, right? This is like their version. Is it fair? I guess not. But you're UIC. This kid had a good year for you, you know, and he's going to the University of Memphis. He's stepping up. I mean, why would you try to – like Jeff didn't do that for me. When I was the producer for Jeff Calkins and I had the opportunity to come do this show, he didn't say, no, you can't take John to do his own show. He's my producer. He's helping me. No, he supported me. He said, go do it, man. Go kill it. That's what you're supposed to do as a human. You're supposed to want to see, you know, people that you worked with and that you that helped you at, at times, whatever, you know, advance, right, and, and, and do good things. And that's what DeMario Franklin is, is trying to do but is not being allowed to do because of this of this coach who is a loser, quite frankly, uh, and has his head up his ass. I mean, at what point do we, like, just stop giving coaches, you know, that power? I mean, I just feel like that's absurd. Well, most stand down at this point, John. So that's why, you, like you said, it might not be shocking that we see a coach do this, but it almost is in this day and age. Yeah. Like, you you, you stand down at this point. Again, coaches, the, the bottom line is coaches can leave anytime they want to, but you're the coach that can keep a kid from transferring and playing somewhere else, and you're going to do that. It's ridiculous at the time where the doors are as wide open in college basketball they've ever been. It's basically free agency out here. You lost this kid. He's not supposed to be your meal ticket, so let him play at a better in a better situation. 
with a better roster and yeah. give the kid a chance. I, I don't think it's very controversial. Yeah, right. it's, it's, it's ugly as a person as well, as, as, uh, aside from Coke. Like, why would you even want to do that, right? Okay. Because he's mad at the kid. Okay, That's, but he again, ain't, he ain't coming point, back to play. Simmer down. He ain't but, coming back to play for because you. Because here's the point. Even if, if it's just a few tweets from Gary, you're going to go into that next, uh, you're going to go into that next uh, living room, whatever else, and convince some family you've really got their kid's best interest at heart. Yeah. Like, it, especially because you got to, you've got Franklin's dad basically crying about mm-hmm. this, saying, man, look how he's doing this wrong. That's not a good thing for you in terms of what your job is when it comes to being a player getter. That's one of the things you still got to sell, that you're going to take care of this kid. And if you've got a history of holding kids up, that hurts you in the end. So it comes back to bite you. Uh, it, it, it Surely, at some point, this will get done. Yeah, I hope so. But anyway, uh, Kendrick Davis, in the meantime, who is eligible, named a second team All-American by CBSSports.com, underscoring the significance of that pickup for Pity Hardaway. Next story. John Morant and Memphis Grizzlies back in action tonight. We did not talk about the line. Six and a half. The Grizzlies are favored by. And we did touch on it, but didn't go through it. Uh, the injury report, because there was a little bit of news. It's the same, essentially, as it was for game one. Zaire Williams going to be out tonight with knee soreness against Houston. Dylan Brooks, doubtful. Usually means doubtful for the Memphis Grizzlies. You will not play. I think the news was that Desmond Bain was not on the injury report. We talked about that after game one against the Knicks. Uh, Grizzlies say it's cramps. Didn't look like cramps during the game. But to not have him on the injury report, clearly key. Perhaps it, you know, I, I, perhaps it is just something simple enough. Uh, because obviously Desmond Bain feels good enough to go tonight. That's a big thing for the Grizzlies because you're already shorthanded uh, as well, not having Zaire, but more so Jaron Jackson and Dylan Brooks we know. John Morant coming off a 34-point performance, nine assists, two in that 115-112 overtime win over the Knicks. Uh, This one's interesting because, again, you've got the back-to-back. Next night you're at Dallas on Saturday night, so you're hoping – like, heck, you don't have to go to overtime or John Morant doesn't have to go you-know-what to the wall uh, all night tonight. I do. I mean, I think Sane and, and John both make great points. Houston doesn't know any better. They're going to compete. But the thing about it is they're not a team yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and hopefully, again, you can put this team away early, uh, give a chance to you know not have Ja go all so hard so he's back tomorrow night fresh as can be yeah. uh, in a great one-on-one matchup against Luka Doncic. Yeah, look, I, I, I do have some things to say about this game because, uh, as you know, with the departure of Connor, somebody has to fill the league pass uh, role, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it, I'm, I'm, it, most nights, that's what I'm going to be watching. Uh, l- l- uh, miniature slate last night with Philadelphia and uh, and Milwaukee, and then the Clippers and the Lakers. Talked a little bit about that, but I did. I was tuned into Atlanta and uh, in Houston, and I think Houston will surprise the average NBA watcher in terms of, because you just sort of think of them as like really far away, and they are. I mean, they're not contenders by any stretch of the imagination. They make them better than they are now. But they have a lot of pieces that I would like. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? But they're not a team yet. Like, I love Jalen Green, by the way. That dude is bulked up. Like, when when you see him him tonight. Yeah, I haven't seen him yet. I'm assuming you'll be locked into this tonight. Uh, You'll you'll be very, I think you'll be surprised by how big he's gotten. He's a beast. Kevin Porter... I sort of always looked at as like just a shot jacker. Nah, man, he's a good basketball player. I think he's being coached well. Now. Yeah, that could be too. I mean, that could be a, a, the case. The case as well. Uh, Jabari Smith does not look like a rookie. I mean, he'll make decisions right over the course of his season. That's like, oh, he's a he's a rookie. You know, he'll. Tari Eason is a problem. Like I'm telling you, like they got some guys coming off that bench that makes the you know six and a half intriguing tonight. I think the Grizzlies could easily be looking ahead to Dallas tomorrow night. 
You think Vegas is overlooking the Rockets? Shorthanded Grizzlies, six and a half point favorites. That's what I just heard out of your mouth. I think so. I think that's a little overvalued. Yeah. Well, maybe you're just overvaluing the Rockets. I, I think. Well, that could be true too. I, I, I think because you watched them. I think the Grizzlies are pro- should be. I have the Grizzlies as a three and a half point favorite. Um, I think you're getting three points of value here. Don't think the Rockets win. But I think the Grizzlies could sort of sleepwalk through this one a little bit. First half might be a good look, too. First half money line. I could see the Rockets being up at halftime before the Grizzlies start to care and put this thing away. Um, but, yeah, the Rockets are going to put some pressure on them tonight, I think, offensively for sure. Um, and, and, and it's part of it. It's an 82-game season. It, it means nothing in the grand scheme of things. Bounce back uh, game for Bain, hopefully. Hopefully he's healthy yeah, enough to you, have a bounce back game. You really need that, right? Yeah, you do. I mean, you a lot was on jaw. I think that is the thing you have to really be careful about if you're the Grizzlies. Especially with no Dylan's ear. You know, those guys in the rotation that can help you out with that scoring. Yeah, like you got to – it can't just be Ja for 48 minutes, man. You know, there's got to be a guy that comes Boy, I'm in. making on the back-to-back. Yeah, because uh, Dallas is, by the way, they're just waiting on your ass. They ain't playing tonight. They didn't play the other night. And they're 0-1. And they're right? 0-1. They lost their opener. Yeah. That Phoenix come back. They, they blew yeah. – so they are mm-hmm. licking their chops right now. Yeah, they're waiting on you. So yes, it's uh, it's one of the look again. We got 15 more of these kinds of weekends in the NBA. It's just one. It's not a, it's not an end all be all. But it's just like situationally, I think it's a spot that sets up pretty decently. It's game to game till you get Jaren back. Just pile up as many W's as you can uh, to me against a like John said. Don't overlook this Rockets team. They got a lot of young talent. Next story. All right, blockbuster trade last yes, night. Yes, it was. Uh, during the Amazon Prime broadcast, which was kind of interesting. It was kind of like the uh, when they announced Lennon. You know, they was like, oh, we have some news coming in. You rarely hear that. You rarely, because it rarely happens during a primetime broadcast. You don't ever hear about breaking news that's big enough to, you know, to, to break into. But uh, Christian McCaffrey, who has, you know, been the torchbearer for certainly white running backs everywhere for the longest time, he is headed to San Francisco from Carolina in exchange for second, third, and fourth round picks and a fifth in 2024. Carolina is doing the right thing. They are selling off because their team stinks, and the 49ers are adding, I mean, look, Saquon's probably the most talented running back in the NFL, but I would have Christian McCaffrey right there. Um, And they both have durability questions, so we could argue until we're blue in the face about which one you'd rather have. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, we know for over time, one of the most productive running backs when he's on the field in mm-hmm. the NFL. And this is going to be Christian McCaffrey's first chance to be on a winning team um, since he got drafted. That was only that was the first year of his, of his NFL career. It's the only winning team he's ever been on as a rookie. <laughs> they were 11-5. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think it's a great trade for both parties. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to be awesome in that offense with Shanahan. Um, takes a lot of pressure off of Jimmy G, and I think it adds a ton of pressure to any opposing defense who already had to worry about Debo, who already had to worry right. about George right. Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and you know the other guys they have. Yeah, I, I, I think this could be enough to get San Francisco back to the Super Bowl. I do. Uh, I mean, he's an amazing running back. And then for the Carolina side, look, you know, they really don't have to do anything else. I mean, they've got a war chest of picks here. They got a solid defense with some potential young stars on it, and you're going to have the number one pick. So you draft Bryce Young. You add a couple of receiving weapons with the rest of your pick, second round pick, third round pick, whatever running backs you can find anywhere. Not as good as Christian McCaffrey, but who's ta- who was talking about Damian Pierce? 
Who's talking about Damian Pierce going into the draft this year? Nobody. What am I talking? I mean, how many people are talking about Brees Hall? Mm-hmm. Not many. You find them, bro. They're out there. You know what I'm saying? So I think for Carolina, it's it's painful for them because like Christian McCaffrey was their franchise. So you're trading away your franchise, right? I get that. But in, in the long term, you're gonna get you're gonna get Bryce Young. So you're gonna get the quarterback position licked. You're gonna have your foundation defensively, and you're gonna have a lot more picks. Uh, to to shore up your 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 weaponry outside of Bryce Young, I think they can be back sooner than probably they believe right now because the floor is so high on the defensive side of the ball, and they know okay, there's a pretty obvious number one overall pick in Bryce Young who threw for you know a million yards last week. So I I think it's a sensible trade for both. I think they both won. I, I think San Francisco wins now, and it wins. Remember, they think their offense will be better when Trey Lance is under center. Next season, whenever that is, coming back from injury, they think there's a higher ceiling for them with him under gives him another weapon. But back to the point, the difference is going to be well now Christian McCaffrey does have the end all be all. You know that that, that that's really all that's left to be said yep. is that they will uh, they're invested. They have to take care of him. There's no need to grind him in the way that Carolina did. You've got a heck. You've got other receivers that run the ball there. Yep. Put him in that Shanahan offense. You won't overuse him now. In terms of those durability questions he's had the last couple of years, you ease up a little bit. So it's good for San Fran now, and it's I think uh, it, you know Trey Lance got to be beaming because okay he's thinking about once he's back in there next year I've got another weapon. You know, shit. I, 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 you, you heard us in the open. I think this makes San Francisco clearly one of the top two, definitely top three teams in the NFC. They'll be there at the end of the year. Yeah, I, I barring uh, health. You know, I mean, Garoppolo what, going down or something. Would you rather see San Francisco, Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game or San Francisco, T Bay? I mean, you gotta go T Bay, right? Come on. Yeah, TB just in club. terms of story and narrative. Yeah, but, you know. Jimmy G versus TB, that'd be awesome. I mean, Philly has it on both lines, John. They do? Offensive, defensive, they're pretty complete. It's all about Jalen, how far he can take them at this point. But he's got the weapons now. I think, you know, there's a good chance. Of, and we, you can't count out Dak. Can't count out Dallas. You make the point. You know, now that he's back yeah, I, with that I, defense. I, I, it's the same thing there. I mean, I, you know, it's for them to come be down 20-0 and get all the way back 2017 with Cooper Rush, at quarterback on the row, this is a lot. Zeke's running decent. He is. Pollard's good. They don't right? have to, they don't have to do a lot, man. Exactly. They really don't. I mean, they have a So Dak doesn't even need to be come and be a hero yep. here. Just yep. don't just don't go out and blow it. So they 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 can get back there but back to the point that yes, this makes San Francisco pretty darn good. I think it's this, smart. This is the this is like the biggest NFL trade I can remember in a long time. Mhm. This many, yeah, this many picks. Like is and, there, and for a running back. Is there you know, one so. in the middle of the season you can remember like, like quite like this one mm-hmm. recently? No. When did, well, when was the Hopkins trade? Because that one shocked us when Bill O'Brien did yeah. it, right? Was that off season? Might have been. I don't remember. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm, I'm that was thinking a, that of was a recent big one. trades, right. but that I think that that comes to mind because I mean, we were going, "What the heck are they doing?" Um, but nothing like this, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was uh, been a minute since we've seen one like that. That was that was in the off season. Okay. That was in the off season. That was during the COVID. yeah, like I said, during season. That was right when COVID started, uh, March 2020. So, but yeah, like in the middle of the last team to dismantle itself during the season. I just can't. Right. Yeah, but that that would be the situation. But I think it's, again, it's a tough sell for your season ticket holders. I get, you know. Oh, but you got to do it. They they, Ultimately, they will understand you're banking on the future here. Christian McCaffrey right now gets you nothing. Yeah, like you You should trade off Robbie. You fired your coach. Exactly. They they understand now you're in it for the rebuild. Here would be my advice to uh, Carolina Panthers fans. Take Sundays off 
and just watch Alabama football games. I think what's interesting is the thing you brought up is that forget Corral, just go get you one of these guys. I guess you're, you're stuck on Bryce, oh, whether yeah. it's C.J. Stroud or whatever. Oh, it but better go, be Bryce. Go pull the Arizona that had Rosen but then still drafted Kyler Murray because yes. you don't see that often. You'll yes. see some teams decide not to take a quarterback. Corral isn't such a no way. proven commodity that you're sold on him no as way. the future. So go get Bryce Young if you can. Have to. And then trade Corral. Yeah, Somebody I mean, will take him for another picker. That's exactly whatever right. Whatever it is. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he's – At first when you say it, so you remember they got they got Corral there, but – They didn't really – what they spent on This him, could be just like Arizona. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I mean, third. Rosen was a top ten pick, you know. So correct, that, correct, I mean, if, you're, if they're willing to do that with a top ten pick, you certainly should be willing to do it with a third rounder. I mean, that's just the way – It was a third. It's the way it's got to go. I mean, Corral hasn't really – you know, he's been hurt. He always is hurt. And if he couldn't beat out the quarterbacks in that room, ninety fourth pick, third round. Yeah, I mean, I I just I liked him at Ole Miss, right? But you know, no, I I need a guy I can count on to build my franchise around. And and look, I who knows, right? Well, they weren't gonna give him a chance against Baker and uh, Darnold. Well, if he can't beat out Darnold, what are we talking about here? Well, I got yeah, but it's you know first season. You had two uh, veteran quarterbacks on the roster. He wasn't gonna get much of a chance this year. That said, no, it's smart. It's smart move, I think. Yeah, you got to draft. move on from him too if you've got a chance to get Bryce well, Young. And, and, and yeah, whatever. Like you, get, backup quarterbacks have been traded. You know, yeah. Like you could always just do that. There's going to be tons of quarterback hungry teams out there. Who if Matt Corral shows but some you good feel stuff that good about camp. Bryce in the middle? I love Bryce. I love Bryce. I told you a little slight of build for me. He is. He, I mean, he he's not that little much different small than Corral, for me. But man, the way he steps up in that pocket, man, and he can do. He's like uh, he's like Deshaun Watson the way he can oh, take them hits, man. Gamer. Yeah, bro. Take hits, gets up, makes plays. I know Deshaun Watts got canceled and all that, and rightfully so. But I mean, when you saw the hits he took in the in those championship games against Alabama, like those say a lot, you know. And and uh, you know Tennessee was putting that dude on his ass last weekend, and he got up every time. He got up every single time. Oh, he stood. You know, and uh, and he made the he stood in there. He made the throws, and like I I just think as a quarterback, man, it's like how does your team respond to you, right? Like. I think he is such a great leader. It's third and down. It's third down. They had to use a timeout, whatever, because the play clock's running down. So Nick Saban looks at, at Bryce. He says, "Calm down." Bryce looks at his team, throws the thumbs up, kind of says, "All right, guys, chill out, relax." We got like, you know, I think that matters in an NFL locker room, like your ability to sort of, you know, because Baker Mayfield. Do you think the dudes in that locker room respect him as far as they could throw him? Not a chance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I bet they do in San Francisco. Those guys in San Francisco respect Jimmy G. I think those guys in Tennessee respect Ryan Tannehill. Well, don't you have to respect Jimmy G in terms of yes, where he's led them? For sure. Uh, Baker hadn't done that. Well, no, you know? he hasn't. But I'm just Not saying, like, he doesn't carry himself there are lots of guys in the behind. NFL right now like who I just I don't feel like they command the respect of the locker room at that position. Um, and I think Bryce Young's a guy who steps in, and I think he has that. I think, he, I think he'll earn it pretty quickly. I'm, I'm bullish on Bryce. I have been for a long time, and I would be very excited if I'm a Carolina Panthers fan right now because – I'm getting a chance to rebuild very quickly because of a guy that I, you know, gave five good years, you know, did his best, bad situation most of those years. Mm-hmm. You know, once Cam fell off, it was it got pretty ugly there. Um, so salute Christian McCaffrey. They got three picks for dude, four picks for dude. That's about as good as you could ever hope for. How many running backs would command four picks in this day and age? I know none of them were first, but still. Maybe Saquon. Maybe. Maybe say Again, that. injury history, McCaffrey had it too, so you'd probably get it for him based on the, what he's done this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But that's about it. Dalvin maybe. I don't, know. I don't even it think It starts Dalvin to go down would, pretty yeah. quick. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, you can just find him now. It used to be different. 
You know, what did Barry Sanders get traded for? Jonathan wouldn't get maybe four picks. Maybe Jonathan Taylor get although his his uh, his you know. Who was the who who was the uh, running back that got? Uh, there's a big running back trade, man. It's, it escapes me. It escapes me who it was. Um, what are you talking about? How many years ago? What are you talking about? You're not know, talking about it, the Herschel trade. Was it the Herschel trade that I'm thinking of? Dallas and Minnesota is monstrous. Yes, it was absolutely yes. monstrous yes. in terms of the haul. Yes. What did that trade? I, I, I said Barry Sanders. I didn't. I meant Herschel Walker. Yeah, that one's a story. Dicka had one with Williams, didn't he? That yeah, was pretty. He gave up he everything did. to go get Ricky. Yes. I mean, uh-huh. he gave up the ho- the house for him. Yes. Uh, the Herschel Walker trade was the largest player trade in the history of the NFL. Yep, that was. I remember. It was It was stupid. It was I mean, stupid. That is absolutely insane. Yeah, so uh, Minnesota, uh, Dallas got a first, a second, a sixth. They got three oh first-rounders, bro. They got but, three I mean, first-rounders. That's rounders. what they turned their dynasty. That's how they made it, built it. Is it yeah. not off the Herschel Walker trade with, uh, wow. that's a, with Troy and uh, mm. the three amigos and Irvin and all of them? Didn't wow. that all come after? Oh, yeah. 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 They got they got three firsts. They got three seconds. I mean, that is was was Herschel like he was that dude, bro? What a dump truck. I Min- mean, Minnesota thought he was. And and I'm telling you what, it was never the same, it felt like. He wasn't the same guy up there. Yeah. He had They certainly didn't get their money's worth or their picks worth. Bro, his best year was the final year of his uh time there. He was only there for two and a half seasons. Wow. And his last year there, he had 825 yards. Told you it was bad. I was going against it because I was worried Oof. at first. And, and to be totally honest, he wasn't even that good in Dallas. Let's go through some of the numbers. In Dallas, 86, he had. Well, he was pretty darn good. 737 yards. 87, he had 891 yards, and then he had 1500 yards his last year. And that was and that was it. He, he started the seat, but that ain't worth all that. I mean, damn. Yeah, fifteen hundred back then. Fifteen hundred is a lot. Was but, a higher bar. Yeah. yeah, but it's just not. You know, he only had five touchdowns that year. It ain't like he was just this. He wasn't Emmitt Smith. And you gave away, you, you know, your whole franchise if you're Minnesota. Uh, How many games he played those first couple seasons? That, that, 16, first year, 12, second year. So enough to have more of the yards than he did those first couple of years. Feels like. Oh yeah, he was not like marred by injury there. Hmm. What a what a disaster! That's why I mean that always gets held up. That is not what happened here. You know, NFL teams probably said we're never going to make that mistake. Well, there's no first rounders in this one. Yeah, uh, Herschel, Herschel Walker's last. He did return to Dallas, as you know. Uh, I'd forgotten that. And he did nothing. Yeah. He did nothing there. Now he's running for uh, was it senator? Mm-hmm. Running for senator there in uh, in Georgia. So. Anyway, yeah, Chris McCaffrey is now a San Francisco 49er, and uh, I think it worked out for for both teams. Here. I, I think really you're do. right. I got one more. Next story. See Kawhi last night. Uh, Clippers get the win. You know, I'm watching the clips. One of three ninety seven over the hapless Lakers. John Wall too. Uh, Sane mentioned him. Uh, Fifteen points in twenty four minutes was his first game since April of two thousand twenty one. But the news was how Kawhi decided he was going to come off the bench. Scored just fourteen points, but hit a big twenty one footer. With 52-ish seconds left, help them seal off the win. Here's the thing: they're going, they're going to do everything in their power. It's watching Ty Lue last night, just to have what they need by the time the playoffs hit. That's what it's all about. I think it was their eighth straight win too over the Lakers. Like they own, you know, that well, it used to not be a rivalry at all, and heck, you could say it's still not one now because of the way the Clippers have taken it over. Um, it's it, watching the Lakers brick three after three is oof. And I'll tell you what. 
Lonnie Walker was actually playing pretty decent. We were talking about the Lakers supporting cast, but there ain't much else there. And on a night-to-night basis, and Lonnie ain't going to play like he did last night every night. No, he's uh, not. And, and it, they have no shooters, including Lonnie Walker. He's not a shooter. You know, he's he's a slasher. So, again, LeBron's like in the, in the presser afterwards, like, y'all going to ask me all this time about what we don't got? Like, you can already sense the frustration. They're going to have to do something with Westbrook because they are backed into a corner, and that is the only way out. Does it make them better or a contender? Probably not, you know, in terms of what you're going to get back from Indiana. But you're going to have to do something because this might not even get you through a play-in in in terms of what they are right. Anthony Davis does not look good either. That ain't the same Anthony Davis. He looked like old Anthony Davis now, the way he's moving. But back to the Clippers, um, yes, it could look ugly at times this year while they're resting guys and trying to keep folks healthy for the playoffs. But looks to me like they got a pretty darn good plan, and uh, they are going to be – they're going to be as good as advertised, I believe. It's it's all bad for the Lakers, uh, and and the Clippers. It's just a matter of like they're not even close to their final form yet. Exactly. Right? Like Kawhi, but didn't you're even, not even trying to be. Yeah, they, he did, Kawhi didn't even check in until like five minutes left in the second quarter. You he know, did, apparently he's running the show. He said he looked at the analytics and said, "I need to come off the bench in this game." Yeah. Wow. So it's not even like close to uh, the Clippers are just so far away from a real evaluation though they did win the game last night um, the Lakers however like that's not going to marinate that's not going to mature that just sucks right it's going to suck today mm-hmm. and it's going to suck three three months from now you know what I mean there's no path well, until yeah we'll Kawhi is going to get back in the starting lineup John Wall is going to get more comfortable uh, these these are all things that I can conceivably see and know will happen for the Clippers, right? And they were not super impressive last night. I mean, they had they built a little bit of a lead there in the second quarter, let the Lakers get back in, and they had like a 20-4 to run there. But Russell Westbrook's not all of a sudden going to find some magical shooting touch. He was 0 for 11 last night. Um, you know, 9 of 45 from 3. Yeah. Matt Ryan was like their best shooter last night. I mean, who is that dude? Who What What? what are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. You know, that's like – yeah, it's just not a good situation for the Lakers, and it's one that's not going to improve. And they were out rebounded fifty-eight to thirty-eight. LeBron had ten; nobody else in double digits. Yeah, I think you got to have a real. Davis honest, didn't even get you. Like, okay, we have LeBron James. Like they're getting hammered in areas. Like we we have to give away some picks. We have we have the LeBron two first James. rounders. What happened? But like, he's got the gun to your head. Seriously, I, I'm, yeah. I should put it a different way, but. LeBron's got he has genie right where he, yes, yes he's the one yes and I've you've locked in with me I've I've signed the con so if we're gonna shake this up this year the only thing yeah. you have is Westbrook what are you so you've got to come off the pick and again you just get deeper and deeper in if you're genie there and you make that move Mitch Kupchak how whoever you it's really genie and LeBron him saying okay go do this and and then you again give up more of your future tagging that second first rounder on to Indiana right. Give up more of your future for what's likely going to be, you know, middle of the pack status at best after a trade. You know, I, I just don't see a move or any combination of players from Indiana that pushes you up into the top four of the West. It's not happening. And so ultimately, you're you're giving away more of your future now. Try to win a title with LeBron, then he's going to end up turning around and leaving you in a couple yeah. Of years. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's a bad spot for the Lakers. It is a bad spot for the Lakers, and you got to do something. You can't just stand pat. You that's not going to get better on its own. You know what I mean? It's not going to grow. It's not going to unfurl. It's just going to fester, and it's going to be miserable for everybody involved, right? There's just no path. 
No path. And no young players nope. that you brought up through it. Like, Yeah, you can't point to nothing. Who was my hyphenated guy that was sort of the last guy they were uh, hanging Horton out? One of their, yeah, Horton Tucker they traded off. And, uh, which I don't, They've tried everything. Well, where is he at? Oh, that was that part of the deal to get? I don't at, uh, uh He but, is with the Jazz, and he had three points against the Nuggets. So he ain't even he ain't even good, bro. So that hope is there. That hope was limited as it is. That's true. Uh, but now he's gone. So yeah, the Lakers got to do something, and I assume they will. All right. Uh, hey, Patty's picks, bro. Four and one last week. Can you believe? Let me it? sit up straight in my chair. Do you believe in miracles? Can we follow up four and one with another four and one? Can we go five and zero? Oh? Can we put together two straight winning weeks for the first time, maybe in the history of the segment? We're gonna do our best. Feel like we got six, uh, five good picks. You know, we we see an opening from nine to eleven. We're thirteen and seventeen this year. Uh, so you can do the math on that. Down about four units, four new and some change, right? So we're we're battling. We're CTB and in Patty's picks mm-hmm. at one o'clock. Yeah, I got five. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Winners for you. We're just talking about the Memphis Sports Hall of Fame. I'll tell you about a Hall of Famer. That's Chris McCulley of McCulley Roofing and Renovations. If there was a Memphis Roofing Hall of Fame, he would be first ballot for the way that he fights for your insurance company, much like Willie Harrington. Get in that ring. Fight. That is what Chris McCulley will do. That's what Willie Harrington was. Golden gloves. He was a fighter, right, back in his day. What Chris McCulley does every day. Get your roof covered at no out-of-pocket cost to you. That's what he did uh, for me a couple years ago, right? Had the uh, had the storm damage to my roof. Called him. He came over. And I had a brand-new roof in about three weeks with no out-of-pocket cost. So when he comes out, let him know you heard about him out on the Jason and John show. You're going to get a free roof and upgrade. Yep, call him, 901-487-7096. Mention Jason and John. You get that free roof and upgrade. That's important because you don't get much free in 2022. Want to do a little homework before you call? Check out the five-star reviews they got on Facebook over McCulley Roofing and Renovations. You'll like what you see. Voted most popular roofing company. Got a website, McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. You'll also like that. Just go ahead and lock in the number. Again, renovation questions, too. It's not just roofs. There's If you've got to build out a patio or an upstairs or an entertainment center, he's the man to call can answer all your questions. 487-7096. It's McCulley Roofing and Renovation. So, Memphis Sports Hall of Fame last night. Saw that. Lots of inductions. Many, many, many different people were inducted into. Because you, you missed a couple years, right? At least right. one. right. So uh, our man J.J. Greer is uh, uh, spearheading that movement, the the son, of course, of Jarvis Greer. Great man. Great man, great guy. Great men, great family. Great family, great men. Um, and uh, D'Angelo Williams was, was, was speaking, um, you know, about Memphis football, of course, which is four and three and going into a big tilt against Tulane, against the Greenway. And he was talking about how, well, you know, Back in my day, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah, he sounded really old. Back in my day, we were four and three. We were doing cartwheels, 
down, you know, Union Avenue, Central Avenue. We were, we were, it was the best season we'd ever had. That part's true. It is true. But I think, and again, love D'Angelo. I think where D'Angelo is sort of missing the mark here is that the, the program has changed vastly from when he was playing football for the university. I mean, when he played football for the University of Memphis, like, they, they they didn't even have a, they didn't have anywhere to go when it rained, right? I mean they're you know they had to go like practice on high school fields and stuff because the facilities at the on the campus were so bad they had to like go to Melrose or something, <laughs> you know like that's how bad it was back when he played. This iteration of the University of Memphis has won conference championships. They've been to the Cotton Bowl. They play in a league with a better television deal. They get more money. Correct. Their budget's bigger. They have an indoor facility, right? They have more advantages as a program, more resources as a program than that one did by a million light years. Not even close. Not like even close. And as a result, the goals and expectations have changed, John. And they should change because Memphis has shown what is possible. That's part of evolution. Right? Memphis, uh, Justin Fuente started the turnaround. Mike Norvell came in and elevated the turnaround. And now we are seeing, right, what is Memphis now? What What is it going to be? Um so I, I, I understand the spirit of, like, D'Angelo standing up for his program. He's like, hey, you know. But I, I also think you get into very dangerous territory there, too, because it's like, are you telling people they should be satisfied with 6-6? Six and six? Or, like, like, should people just be okay with that? Um, because I think, I think D'Angelo knows that's not good enough. To, because he, I know he wants to and believes his team is a big league, a big league team, a power five team. And 6-6 six and six ain't going to get you there. It just ain't. It ain't going to get you there. You know, you, that that's going to sort of take you out off of people's minds, right? Um, and that's the last thing that Memphis needs right now. Um, so I, I saw that, and I just said, you know, I, I understand D'Angelo's heart there. I get it, and he's right. His experience was that. But that was 20 years ago, right? <laughs> I mean, that was a long time ago. So what was true for him then, it is not – necessarily the same thing today and for every reason you laid out right there and i talked to had the same conversation with jeff i'm going to chalk this one up to d'angelo d'angelo understands all that this is d'angelo you make the point i said it to jeff he's defending the program at a time right now right where you want folks believing as much as you can Let, yep. let's be real you're and and so what do you come on and say well if you come on and say they're not meeting the mark what does that do that just fires them up more against Silverfield or whatever else. It doesn't, right? right? You know what I'm right. saying? So then you start to look like, all right, well, uh, you're, 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 you're mounting turn, a campaign yeah. to, exactly. for change. That's exactly you know what right. I'm saying? That's so, exactly again, right. it is. It's obvious, and he understands that, that the goals and expectations have changed. That's why I'm just going to chalk this up to you got a, a real ambassador for that program who's standing up at a time that, frankly, they could they could use it. I mean, they, they could use someone out there saying, yeah, we still got this together. Now, in terms of people believing it, that's a whole other thing. Like we said, Ryan Silverfield's got to give you something to believe. But I'm going to chalk this one up as 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 a, a, a you know good ambassador for the program just trying to defend it here a little bit. Man, we all understand that we're not in an era where four and three is, is in six and sixes are – acceptable maybe at one time you are but this program went on to greater heights after d'angelo we all understand that you throw in the urgency level right now of needing to get the brand back to this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 